Power Star with that whole Yuria Julia thing. Sulia. She might be Julia in Japan. We don't know. What a strange name to name a character, Sulia. Well, you know they're like descended from like I don't know royalty or something like that. It's not really a royal it's name. Sketchy. It just seems like putting a consonant. Wait, not a consonant. I don't even know my how to say my. They're replacing correctly. a letter. It should be a J. Shouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, this is Rocket Punch. Bring your voice a little. Bring yourself a little back. All right. So is this good? Uh, All right. Too forward. far. Okay. Go forward. All right. All right. Good. Okay. We're good. Just hold it exactly like that for 40 minutes. Okay. So I just can't move a single millimeter for this entire podcast. No. Perfect. So we're back again. We're back again. <laughs> are, we really, are we really throwing that out? I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling a little awkward talking to my imaginary audience. Well, whoever listens to this. Well, Jamal listens to us. He seems pretty cool. Yes, thank you, Jamal. He's speaks, leaving messages on the website. He speaks in full sentences and knows how to use correct punctuation, unlike some people here. Well, hey, I'm sorry. I I focus on the podcasting. That's and only second to the podcasting. Okay, so welcome back. It's Rocket Punch. It's December. Snow outside. You know the whole. Deal. No, what's the date? I'm I'm saying the date. You don't have. It's like today's the uh, today is December. Yes, yeah, it's, it's December. It's snowing outside. December the seventeenth. And as you can hear, it's been about another month. Well, you know, we had that stepping stone that uh, me and Avenger put together, just like a, a little stepping thing. stone. Well, that's all it was. I mean. It's, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I haven't even listened to it yet. I just made sure you guys had it up. Because I was about to go somewhere until I saw 29.5. <laughs> this is a little weird. Well, yeah, because I actually put something up for once. I actually updated the site. That is uh, That is out of character for me. <laughs> so, uh, is there any anything? What have you been doing lately? What have I been doing? Uh, just uh, playing the games and reading the manga and watching the You haven't the done anything else? Been on that connector webs. That's it? Mm, yeah, basically. I mean, it's the same stuff I do all the time. Any, not, no interesting stories? Not really. I'm a boring person. Why do you think I play all those video games? To fill a void. Oh. <laughs> Need more games. Awkward again. So as you can see, I've been spending all my time animating and doing finals work, and I've got about a month off between here and the next semester, so the podcast is back. I guess up until I have finals again. Or up until I can't do it anymore, whichever comes first. No, it's going to be there when you're gone. Hmm? Oh, well, yeah, okay, one. yeah, you are going to use a different person if I'm not going to be here, which I is mean, fine. Like, there's so the moment I've told kids, or I guess I'm 20 and I'm still using kids. It's like I told my my chums over in the schoolyard that I had a podcast. And what did they say to that? They all wanted to be on. Oh man! See, everyone should have their own. The podcast. The problem is, is that I'd probably, like, as you've all known, we've had previous guest hosts, and a lot of them don't know how to give their thoughts out. In a appropriate manner. You guys think this is easy? You think you can do your own podcast? Go ahead. Go ahead and try. It's not so easy. Actually, um, I think I influenced someone to do a podcast. Oh, man, really? Here's, here's the story. Really? So it's the summer, and there's I've been taking a summer school course. And somewhere it comes up, it's like, oh, yeah, I do this podcast on cartoons and video games. And he's like, that's stupid. You're stupid. Who would do a podcast like that? 
It's like you I could do a much better podcast, right? Want to do a podcast? It's like, no, I don't want to do a podcast. And then I, I look up his Facebook, and he's doing a podcast, or he's doing a coming soon, a podcast <laughs> on gaming music. On gaming music? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Oh man! And then when I finally had, I have another class from this semester. And he asked me, can I be on the podcast now? No. I don't want you on this podcast ever. After that? No, why I don't want to. Why would he wanna... expect after I was joking that... in the first place. Oh, man. Hey, but... how far were we into the podcast where you mentioned this to this guy? Like, how many episodes were we It was we in? in the summer, and we started out in February. Mm-hmm. So we were it's 16 episodes early. in. So we were, like, halfway through uh, from like, where we are now. Have anyway. you had any situations where you're like, oh, I have a podcast? Ah, I mentioned it to a couple of people, and like one guy was like, was like, uh, you know, you got to be pretty, you know, self-important to have a podcast. You got to pr- think pretty highly of yourself. I was like, I got a podcast. And you just <laughs> I mentioned left. that. I'd mentioned that in, uh, in like, it, like somebody was saying that at the background of this one place I was at, and I'm like, yeah, a I'm comic in a- bookstore. Hmm. A comic book store? It wasn't a comic book store. It was something, something pretty nerdy though. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, I got my own podcast. So they're like, good you for can you. Say it. People know what you do. Well, I do play a lot of cards. Yeah, I'll give that to you. I'm pretty sure it wasn't at a card place, though. It's amazing how I don't remember all these conversations where they happen. I just remember specific things. Sometimes it just blacks out, and I lose weeks at a time. That doesn't happen to you? I'm actually feeling weirder, because as I work more and more in my own uh, genre, or just, not genre, that's a stupid word. Like, not in this situation. But, um... As I'm working more in my own field, I'm finding that the people around me are incredibly much more nerdy than they seem. They're just very good at hiding it. <laughs> Case in point, I'm sitting and drawing in the hallway, and there's this little area where you can uh, get supplies, and I like to talk with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you can complete Simpsons quotes. Just like give them a little quote, and they will finish it. Well, you know, everyone likes The Simpsons. It's pretty universal. It's when you start getting into owning the Fatal Fury, the motion picture VHS, where you That's not borderline. Bad. You think you're bad, but you're not. <laughs> there are much worse people. Well, I you. own 247 video games. I'm just saying. That's not bad. It isn't. It like isn't. You, I'm sure some people like, own more. You think you're so cool. With my giant wall of video games, yes. Ooh, I'm so self-important. Look at my copy of Fatal Fury, the movie. Hey, well, man, you know you know what really does, like, differentiate someone who's just, like, a fan of something and somebody who's a complete nerd? Is there, like, any self-defined thing? Self-defined? Yeah, like, well, how'd you know that they were uh, nerdy? Like, I can I can finish people's Simpsons quotes. How did I know they're nerdy? Yeah. So we're talking about Mother 3. And Simpsons came out of that? No, I mean, we were talking about Mother 3. And we're like, how far did you get into it? So like, I I got into the first chapter, and I got really sad. And then I put the game down, because I was like, oh, I finished it. I was like, oh, I'm still in chapter four or five. And then you're like, wait a minute. We all played a game. It's not necessarily out here. And it just came out <laughs> in a non-legal format, and we've all played it. That's, that's a sign of a nerd. That's a hell of a thing. Like, if you know what Mo- Mother 3 is... And if you you have played this, you are a nerd. If you listen to this podcast for more than three hours, you are a nerd. Because you are listening to people talking about terrible cartoons. Or maybe you're just 
maybe you found us after looking for uh, a rocket launch, which is a which, rocket launch. Launch, which is actually, which I'm guessing is some kind of scientific discussion about the U.S. space program. And which like, no one what? has any interest in, in the first place. Someone, someone has an interest in it. Someone's probably got a podcast on it, and, and probably has more subscribers than us. There is really, really a podcast for everything. Like, man, I can't. I wish I could bring it up. But have you seen any crazy podcasts? Like, wouldn't you just said that to me that uh, that guy you know is trying to come up with a video game music podcast? I'm like, what? What's the demographic? Who are you trying to talk to about this kind of stuff? You huh. know, have you seen any other crazy things? Well, that was just, it wasn't so much of a crazy thing as well, a, I think it's crazy. Guys, like, man, I don't like Phil so much. I'm going to make a podcast. I wish I could be like him when I grow up. And then maybe I'll be a little more like him. Uh, making the world better one person at a time. Or possibly worse. I don't know. I mean, if people, people were enjoying this to a point, I mean, there are people that are, have been waiting for this for a while. For episode, this is episode 29 or episode 30. This is episode 30, because what I did was 29.5. Ah, I'm excited. This is, we come in and we hit a landmark of sorts. I guess. We're at the... The, the XXX. Uh, this is the XXX in terms of Roman numerals. The sexy podcast. Or the not Guilty Gear XXX. Because that doesn't exist, I guess. Man, I wish there were a Guilty Gear XXX. They were so close. They got to Guilty Gear XX Advent Core Plus. All Advent they w- Core Plus? Yeah, Accent Core Plus, I'm Accent sorry. Accent Core? So they were one variation away from having that extra X. Very close. So, are we going to look at those? There's one little news article. Maybe you want to look at it and talk about it. Oh, what, with the, the Keanu Reeves? Because this Everyone's made, favorite actor? This made me smile. Yeah, I saw this news story. I'm like, that has got to be fake. Someone on it's the not, internet is playing a I joke. think Keanu Reeves is a pretty big anime fan. I mean, if he was in The Matrix. And Constantine. Constantine, oh yeah, I guess. Well, I don't know. That was it's American, but yeah. and I don't like truthfully when it comes to American and Japanese comic books, you're not gonna find a fan of both most of the time. You're gonna find a fan of one. Right, like you're big into comic books and I'm big into anime, but you, you know, I'm not big into comic books. Well, you're big into animation more than I am. I like, mean, that... I know fr- I have friends who are much bigger into comic books than I am. Yeah, but... only comic books I I have are. Capcom, Street Fighter, and Mega Man stuff. And, like, I guess some Sonic. It's all video game related. I gotta broaden my horizons. Don't worry about it. If someone something really good comes along, they're just gonna turn into a movie. Uh, speaking of which, you just... Oh, wait, man, I was about to segue. We need to talk about Keanu Reeves. What is he so, doing? So, according to the Anime News Network, Keanu Reeves has stated that he wants to play the lead role in the proposed... I, as you can see, I've stuttered over myself millions of times in this podcast, and this isn't going to be the last. Proposed live-action film adaptation of Sunrise's Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, so Keanu Reeves plus Cowboy Bebop equals what? So let's see what he has to quote. The Cowboy Bebop's western film noir aspect, that kind of old west border town low-tech fiction aspect, attracted him to the project. He added that staff and the development team have already hired a writer who is penning a scene outline. Right now, the outline includes a drug developed by the military that was partially based on an elephant from the anime. We're taking the Red Eye story, the beginning part of the series. He acknowledged that the episodic nature of the story will be difficult to adapt into a feature-length work. It's got so much of an origin story obligation. You've got to get people up to speed. But you don't want to do much of that. There are a lot of things to take into consideration. 
but we think we can do something good. Let's see, there's another little piece of paragraph. Reeves is a self-professed fan of anime and science fiction. He personally attended the opening day of the first and last North American branch of Japan's anime store chain in L.A. on December 23rd, 2000. Wow, so Keanu Reeves, pretty big anime fan. I didn't even know it. Whoa. Star of Point Break. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, chill. So let, let, let's just back up here. This All I think of when I think of live-action Cowboy Bebop, Keanu Reeves or not, is the live-action Dragon Ball Z movie that's coming up. How soon is that? Is it in March or is it in February? I think it's in February, but it looks crazy different from the cartoon. I'm so excited just for that aspect of it. Like, they're making a live-action Death Note, too, aren't they? Like, I know they've already done two Japanese ones. They're proposing the concept, but I don't know how far they'll get with that. Man, I just see nothing but, like... uh, (sighs) Everything taken out of proportion, all the like strongest parts of the story just thrown out the window for high explosion action scenes. Well, we I already mean, have Keanu Reeves in the starring role, so it's just a matter of thinking in your mind who's going to play everyone else. Because I feel like Jet's going to be aged down severely. Mm, yeah, I mean, who could play him? Ice T. Ice T. Ice T as Jet. Make that happen. Like I, he might be too young though. Hmm. You might need get Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Isn't he we in need enough like, movies? We, we need a curmudgeonly old man. Actually, that's... Because I always thought... I always considered... Just because Bu, because he was voiced by Bu, Bu, Billingsley. Well, Keanu Reeves, Cowboy Bebop the movie. Take that as you will. Um, I'm not looking... Yeah, I, I, I'm not looking Actually, at this and expecting anything. What do you think? Um, well, it's just in an outline form right now. So we can only hope it hasn't even been green greenlit for anything has it they're making a script so they're in, that means it's pre-production they just need to greenlit the production so this will happen or not we don't know or they just they just make the but script pretty, and then they pitch they're pretty it, right? far in right now hmm well you know didn't they already have a cowboy bebop movie but it was it wasn't live action they had it in theaters didn't they it was anime it was the cowboy bebop adapted into anime by the same director right but if Shinshiro watanabe but how did that actually do? Because that uh, that's as close to source material as you can get. An actual Cowboy Bebop movie did happen, did go in theaters, and if that didn't do well, what do they expect with this? I don't think Cowboy Bebop did very well at all in Japan. I think it's only popular over here. Why is that? Huh. I that think, is a question. I think a lot of it has to do with its broadcast. I've read up a little on it, but I don't really want to go into specifics right now. But it's just because it was on at night during that specific time? Yeah. No, it wasn't on at night in Japan. It was on at, like, 7.30. Oh, okay. So it was attracting different types of people then, right? Like, it was a kids' network. Oh, wow. Okay, I can see that. So they mismarketed it or something. Yeah. But when it came over here to America, of course, it was on Adult Swim at 11 o'clock at night, and that... I don't know if that's what made it popular. Oh, that's it was why here for I a few years it. before it. That's the complete reason I watched it. It was on at night, and right before I go to sleep, I like to watch a show with tons of jazz, and it relaxes me. Are you the guy that made Stop Case Close from being played? I'm not that guy, but I do agree with them. It's Pierre Bernard? Noir shows in general are just much better at night. You're not going to wake up at 7 a.m. to watch a noir show. Well, that's true. I'd rather watch Case Close in the morning and watch someone get shot and killed man that's such and a crazy show as far as the concept we'll have to it? talk about it like how do you go about marketing that 
Well, the problem with case closed. Well, I don't know. That's in like, Japan, it's different. That's like a Catch Twenty Two because in Japan, this is like a PG. This is a family show where it's like murder. Yeah, that's cool. Let's have uh, let's have the let's have uh, let's get some kids together and have them solve a gruesome murder. Well, yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, but like in America, they couldn't put it early in the morning because murder, and they can't have it late at night because. It's basically a kids' show, and they miss everything. I guess that's kind of why it bombed when it Actually, came out. Actually, one of the funnier it? things I heard is that when um, anime was getting really popular. When did that happen? Um, I guess in the mid '90s. Well, when it was getting when Toonami hit. When Toonami hit, Fox Kids wanted to bring Detective Conan over. Oh man! They were just they had no way possibly to edit this into a into an actual show because. <laughs> If you've ever watched Case Close, nearly every episode involves the gruesome murder of someone being solved by a 70-year-old kid. And many times the person kills themselves, which is always somehow a plot twist that they don't expect. But, you know, you can only do a death murder scene so many times without it becoming stale. This show's like 500 episodes, isn't it? Yeah. That's... I don't... That's a good point. It has like, been going still on for people, 500 episodes. I know there's still people fan-subbing it. Huh. It is freaking like, and there's like at least three movies to that show. There's thirteen movies. There's thirteen movies. They, they must closed. have a movie for that show for once a year. I think that show is still pretty popular. My God, that is crazy. So there's been probably no story development within that time, right? Well, people are still getting murdered. I mean, how many people <laughs> have been murdered in this series? There has at least been over three, over five hundred murders in this series. And there's not, and this has probably happened over the course of six months. So, so six months, five hundred murders. I'd be so pretty. So the ca- world of case closed is, and it, terrible. <laughs> like, what kind of society is this that allows five hundred murders to occur in the length of six months? I'd be pretty depressed at that point. Like, if I was Jimmy Kuda, I'd just be like, "Who cares by that uh, by that time?" It's like I got kid friends. Let's go play some hopscotch or basketball or something. So, shall we go to Fatal Fury? Because it's been at least fifteen minutes. Well, one more thing I want to mention: uh, some big video games happenings happened recently. Uh, Dragon Quest Ten announced for the Nintendo Wii recently in Japan, and normally this wouldn't be a big deal in America because you know. You know, Dragon Quest, you know, it's an RPG, we play it, some people are a fan, but in Japan, they had, like, entire laws based around the release of these games uh, uh, in the 90s, because they were like, well, when the games come out, everybody skips work and skips school, and it, like, Japan halts, so you can't release it unless it's a holiday or a weekend. This feels like (laughs) a good plan to conquer Japan with. Exactly. I will remember this for the day Dragon Quest comes out. It it exposes all their weaknesses. Um, But, yeah, it's coming out on the Wii, and a lot of people are saying that it's like, okay, that's it, Nintendo wins. I'm like, what are you talking about Nintendo wins just from getting Dragon Quest? And it's like, uh, the argument is that they had... This is the number one biggest game ever in Japan, like more than Mario Brothers, more than anything that's ever come out. More than Super Guiana Sisters? Exactly, more than that. And, uh... Since uh, Nintendo had one through six on Nintendo platforms, and then like there was a huge lull where Nintendo pretty much sucked pretty bad at one point. And that was the time of the Nintendo 64. Yeah, that was a bad time to be a Nintendo fan. And uh, that was the time that I got sick of all racing games ever. Oh man, the... Wave Race 64, 
jet bike driving. 1996, the night of a million billion kart racers. That, I, I just, I can't play them anymore after this. Yeah, I, uh, I can't even play Mario Kart anymore. But then, like, uh, Sony was at the top there. They got 7, they got 8 on PS2, and then 9 came out on DS because everyone in Japan has an insane amount of DSs. And with 10 coming out on the Wii, that kind of indirectly uh, says to people, hey, you know, this is the number one game that's going to sell in Japan. We're putting it on this because the most people over there have the Wii. So, I guess, you know, Wii wins Japan. Why don't they just release it on all systems so that all the systems win? Yeah, that's the thing. This is also a time where, like, uh, uh, normally they would have Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest coming out on the same system. But now they're splitting that up between the 360 and the Wii, so I don't understand why they can't just have that Dragon Quest come out on the uh, 360 or the PlayStation 3, too. You know how much money that would make? Huh. They don't not want to make money. I don't understand why. That's a good question. Like, is maybe there's a market saturation reason. Because it's Square Enix, and there's going to be 13. Is it 13 now? Is it's it... 13 and 13 Versus. There's two different games that are coming under the same world or something. And there's Dragon Quest Ten. And there's Dragon Quest Ten. And then they're so... saying 9 can be played on the Wii indirectly. Or, like, it links up with 10 or something. So, technically, wouldn't the best thing to be do is release one, wait a year, and release the next one? Yeah, I don't understand it either. I mean, there's not really a... You're not really... There's nothing to rival it. But but it, the two games itself. Honestly, the only reason I don't see it coming to other systems is because it has connectivity with the DS, you know, uh, they can take, 9. But they can... But they could take that out or incorporate it into the main game. It's another one of those real weird things, kind of like how Nintendo won't bring uh, Earthbound over to... Uh, or Mother 3 over to America. And it's just like, why not? You can make a ton of money. There's something we probably just don't know. But yeah, they've announced it, and uh, people are happy that are RPG fans in Japan, I guess. So I don't know if that shifts well, the whole market or what. There hasn't been any RPGs for the Nintendo Wii at all. Nothing so. good, anyway. Well, what has there been? Oh, I guess there's been Tales of Fantasia or Tales oh, of yeah, something. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, the Tales of Fantasia too. Tecmo's been... Wait, is it Tecmo? They make it's, the... Or is it Namco? Um, I don't follow the Namco? Tales series. I wouldn't know. I don't... Go to te- Tecmo? Tecmo makes Fatal Frame, Ninja Gaiden... No, it's probably Namco. Tecmo... The only thing Tecmo really does nowadays is Ninja Gaiden, and that's one team. And Pac-Man. Pac-Man World? Good old Pac-Man. Yeah, so whatever. That happened. Just letting you guys know. On to Fatal Fury, the motion picture. How far... We're at least 22 minutes in. Yeah, we haven't really talked about anything. Woof. Well, what? we're we're warming up. We're giving you, uh, yeah, we gotta warm up. We gotta get our podcast muscles ready. Okay, so Fatal Fury, the motion picture, released in 1994 to some people that actually were interested in the concept of Fatal Fury having a movie. Stay far, far away from this This picture. is, if you have any interest in the Fatal Fury franchise, my suggestion is ask WinZero. WinZero, what Fatal Fury games should uh, one person such as I play? Well, has no recollection of any of these. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the best Fail Fury game has little to do with any of this movie, and that was uh, released on the Dreamcast and PS2 in Japan, Fatal Fury Mark the Wolves. It was basically the Street Fighter Three that SNK was making at the time. And that was like their last good game. But as far as getting into this story, if you want to pull anything out of that, uh, in the mid-'90s, uh, Fatal Fury uh, Real Bout came out. And that's got all your favorite characters. It's got Terry Bogard. It's got uh, Andy, 
Joe and Mai and everybody's favorites. And uh, I guess those are the four main characters that you're dealing with in this movie. And like a billion cameos that nobody really cares about. But like, but are King, there that was awesome. collections of the real about games? Oh yeah, in America they made uh, Fatal Fury Battle Archives 1 for PS2, Fatal Fury Battle Archives 2 for PS2, and that has all the real about games on 2. Uh, the first one has the first three games, and then the second volume has the next three. And hopefully they release uh, Fatal Fury Mark of the Wolves, you know, since the PS2 is really hurting for some new games. It refuses to die. It's... Not many people have bought a PS3. Or buy a PS... Yeah, buy a PS3. I don't know if the PlayStation 2 is still making more money than the PlayStation I think than it the is. PlayStation 3. They did release that Kingdom Hearts part. But anyways, Fatal Fury the movie. If you have... Any interest in the Fatal Fury franchise, I would say... Go play yourself some actual Fatal Fury games. Because you would actually get more. You'll get more story out of that than you'll get from... Uh, Not just a story, but you'll get more Fatal Fury. You'll get fun. You won't, you'll actually get what you want. Moves because, and fighting. Because this movie doesn't have any of that. Because at least... <laughs> at least two-thirds of this movie... No, even more than two-thirds. At least 75% of this movie is on the basis of exposition. That and, like, shots of the moon. <laughs> and my? <laughs> and my's boobs, yeah. Like, li- literally... You could do better on fan 10% service, 10% of this movie is on the basis of my's breasts or her butt. Exactly. Like, Andy is all, is all aloof. He's like, it's like, well, I know this hot-ass ninja girl is all over me, but I can't make any moves because I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, he's just like me, the nerd. It all makes sense now. Man, they got this one scene where it's just like Blanton fan service. They got the shower scene. They got the the doing well, backflips and seeing the boobs in every other scene. Exactly, like man, and it's like unnecessary too. She like burned off all her clothing and did a backflip just to change into the ninja outfit. There's off an screen. assassin <laughs> that throws a knife at her, and her plan is t- for her him to cut the shirt in half putting her into her original fighting outfit. Exactly. This knife flies at her, and her clothing explodes. It's, <laughs> like, it's not even gratuitous. It's beyond gratuitous. Well, they, I guess those are the people that they thought would be watching the movie. So, the plot of this movie is, there was an excavation site. There was the armor of the god of Mars and some excavator who was somehow a minor character in the game. Uh, man, some fat dude. Like, he was from the first game. Who cares? But, basically, he finds the mystical armor in Egypt, where you find all artifacts well, that's of Pigeon Rune. That's where all the artifacts in the entire world come from. That's just, like, basic knowledge. Oh, I'm... Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> How like... How could you not have known Like, that? you see, I've been taking classes on, his, on historical pieces of art, but you telling me this, thank you. It's important to me to know this all right so uh at this excavation site they have uh some guy he's excavating and he finds a piece of something called the mars armor and uh wouldn't you know it it's uh something that makes you a super powerful fighter if you have because it's the armor of mars the god of war and this isn't god mars this has nothing to do with that this isn't nor has it anything to do with the god of war (laughs) oh wish this was a god of war anime man that would be great i know Okay, enough wishing. <laughs> enough so, wishing. in we... this boring movie, a lot of people who we will never see in another Fatal Fury franchise again appear as the villains. But really, 
their one point is to stand around and do nothing, and then maybe fight at the second half of the movie. Well, and look fabulous while they're doing it. That's true. <laughs> it's it's just boring. It's uncanny how these these characters that they made for the movie have the like most ridiculous armor and hair like of anything ever. And there's um, Jaman. Jamin? Oh, Jamin. Jamin. Jamin was the character's name. Who looks like a a cheap man's Akuma from Street Fighter. Man, that's it's like they it's like really it's almost as if they had some uh some fan of Fatal Fury was like, "Okay, well, let's make some cool characters to fight Terry Bogard." It was almost like kids. We'll we'll draw an eagle <laughs> on his face for a mask. And and he'll fight with knives. Oh, and oh, we gotta put a feather in his cap. That'll oh, look cool. That'll be perfect. Oh, uh, and then the let's and then let's... someone and then there's the kid who's a big fan of Street Fighter. It's like, hey, these are all the characters from my game. Well, let's add pink hair and purple hair to this so guy. It's different. It's, it's different. different. Don't scare. Don't steal my character. It's different now. It's different now. Gee, what are you doing here? So these uh these three these three people are traipsing around uh, the world looking for these four pieces. people four people yeah there's the there's the woman that's in love with him because well we you nev- mean you mean we Terry? never it's never specifically stated that there's a woman villain that's in love with the main villain who's Sylvia Tilvia well uh it's, it's uh, Sulia Sulia which is I don't know what kind of name that is because but... every time she looks at him she looks down. As if she's embarrassed, or as if she's not saying anything. And we're introduced to this character right after the Mars armor, like, left piece is stolen. We shift to a fighting arcade, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's a fighting game. And that's about as close do you get to anything SNK-related. And to, be, to benote my dislike of fighting games in general, Terry Bogard, the main character of Fatal Fury, cannot for the life of him play his own video game. <laughs> oh, Terry... And he can't really pull off any of his moves either. He does like four actual specials in the entire movie. Does he? Yeah, it was. He did the the crack shot, the burning knuckle, the power geezer, and the rising tackle. Isn't the power? Isn't geezer the villain of Fatal Fury? No, that would be geese. Geese. SNK has a great job of naming all their characters very simple or random generic names: Geese, Terry, Andy, Joe, Mai. I mean, like, at least we got Big Bear. That's two words. And Big Bear makes a five-minute cameo at the beginning. Yes, I've it's not even told. that. They they meet him, like, like uh, Andy and Mai are all dressed up for some party for some reason. And well, some social. Uh, Joe, Joe, who is the one character who does nothing except at this part of the movie and at the end where he pulls off a couple specials and just beat up the Muay Thai champion. And they're all shell parading his big win by oh, that's being a what it was. Uh. by completing a being a complete dick to him. It's like, oh, it's nice that you uh, won your Muay Thai match. Uh, so, uh, you got a girlfriend anytime lately, huh? Huh, Joe? You got that? <laughs> no, so, you, you see don't. These? You see these two things? Nope, they're mine. Well, at least he's got money, right? <laughs> he's always, he'll always have his Muay Thai money. So anyway, they're they're uh, partying at this party for Joe's. Uh, for Joe's winnings, and uh, they're waiting on Terry to get there, and he's like, oh man, I can't, is he gonna make some, he's probably gonna make some dramatic appearance. And he's in, he's just like, you're expecting some kind of like, dramatic thing to occur, like maybe he jumps out and he's fighting some ninjas, 
or it's really phony and he's eating a bunch of food, but it just cuts to a shot of him eating a piece of sushi. It's like, oh, hey, guys. Yeah, he's like, sup? What's it going? Uh, How's it going? I was here the whole time. This is disappointing. <laughs> Man, it's it's just like the whole – it's just a, a fan service movie for anyone. I wouldn't even call it a fan service movie because they don't even fight in half of it. No, I already said they don't even fight in the majority of it. Well, they do fight at the party. They introduce uh, Zulia and the ninjas that are chasing her. And uh, wouldn't you know it, she's uh, she's in danger. And Terry Bogard, being the completely trustworthy person he is, does not question any of this. He did at the beginning. It's like, oh, hey, I'm the ancestor of a long-lost civilization. I know this because I have psychic powers, so you should all believe me. Well, that she makes does, perfect she does say, sense. Just to tell you, I may have been synopsizing this, but she does say, you should believe me, I have psychic powers. <laughs> well, you know, she did kind of heal his arm. Or she at least had magic from that point. Like, but of course we believe you. Yes, let's go on a magic adventure throughout the world. To look for these five pieces of the Mars. Well, it was like six. That's like not a big point anyway. So they all leave. And then a cave collapses on them. And... Oh, right, they went to a cave. Oh, and I should say <laughs> That's kind of their important. quest is terribly dull because... The majority of this movie is based on searching for the Mars armor, but the synopsis of them looking is, it's like, oh, we're here. Oh, we're too late by a week. <laughs> yeah, they actually had a scene where they're sitting in a library reading. <laughs> I do not make this up. And they're trying to figure out where to go next, and it's like, god damn it. Every time they figure something out, it's like, too late. Well, let us let me elaborate on this. So basically, Sylvia is expositioning, hmm, there's a police station, but there wasn't one before, so that must be where the armor is. Oh, that's funny, because the police station was just exploded. Oh, and it, basically, Joe is reading a newspaper that reads, police station exploded. Which is quite possibly the best headline I've ever heard. What about Dewey beats Louie? I don't know. <laughs> Dewey beats Louie? <laughs> that's pretty good, too. I'll have to get back to you on that one. So... Even though they're a ragamuffin bunch of bums, they are still eating very nice meals. Oh, but man, they, yeah, they, they're eating at party clubs, and they're they're drinking up wine, and eating up things. At t- There's like three parties for in this like, movie. For <laughs> Terry, for someone who has no money, eats very well. Or maybe Joe, it's maybe it's Joe's savings from winning the Muay Thai championship. That's probably the only reason they keep him around, just for laughs and to bum money off of That's him. That's probably true. He's probably just the rich... Maybe he's just the rich kid, and that's why he's the he's the joke of the group. And he kind of happened to be able to make tornadoes by punching. And they're like, well, I guess that's a power. I guess. So, they're walking. Basically, it's like they're walking around for at least 60 minutes of the movie. And, yeah, through this entire thing, they kind of superimpose this love story that they made up between a girlfriend that never existed in the game. This is Terry's girlfriend who existed once, but then now she died because Guy shot her a long time ago because he's evil. <laughs> that that's is exactly the, how the they explained line. it. And Terry has these problems because she can't deal with her loss. And literally there's a scene where her ghost goes up to Terry while he's sleeping and says, you should forget about me. It's like, I can't forget about you. You're a ghost. You are <laughs> but, a ghost right here, haunting me. But, but that, maybe it's symbolic. 
Maybe it's. It's not symbolic because then you she, he he reaches to her and she fades away, but then he wakes up in a sweat. So it was just a dream. He was just dreaming. Which is even worse. Oh. Uh, <laughs> even in his dreams, he can't keep her there. Oh, poor Terry. And wouldn't you know it, uh, Sulia looks exactly like his dead girlfriend. Wonderful. That just works out for everybody. So, we're w- waiting for something to happen in this movie, and wouldn't you know, a, but there's, a, there's basically a lot of explosions, where, for no reason whatsoever, in a motorcycle, and a bunch of cars start exploding. Well, yeah, because they're trying to find, they're trying to head them off to get to the next piece, and then like they they get caught in like a traffic explosion, right? It's not a traffic explosion. It was the it building was a... exploded that they were parking in, right? Yeah. And then, to make things even worse, is it fake Gil or fake Akuma? Uh, fake, fake Akuma. Akuma. Jaman. Fake Akuma. Jaman. Throws a car from up above at him. Basically, he's not throwing it from a parking lot. He basically went. Picked up a car from the highway, jumped up onto the roof, and threw a car down the window. It's uh, pretty unnecessary, I would say. And they fight, and he loses, and everyone runs away. And I guess we have our first confrontation with a villain who doesn't do much of anything in this. He's yeah, just... well, Sulia knows that, that he's here, because lo They're... and behold, Sulia's brother, Laucorn, is her twin brother! Whoa! And they can, she can feel and sense when he's around, and when he gets pieces, and when he's hurt. Because that's how twins work, right? So they have a fight, and Terry gets beat up, and then they're like, oh, you're running away, you've lost, ha ha, but they just walk away. Yeah, man, that was the most ant. It's like every time you think a fight is about to happen, they just do nothing. They 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 show fan service or Mai's boobs or, or just like slow pic- animation of them slowly treading away it's like from I, the scene. It's like I came into Fatal Fury, the motion picture, expecting some explosions, I guess, but I wanted some fighting involved with it. There's like 20 minutes of actual movie in this. So what else is there? There's the nude scene, which. There's the scene where oh, Terry is naked on the ground in a shirt, and uh, Sylvia decides, I'm going to heal him with my body, <laughs> with my magic powers, so I have to strip off all my clothes and lay on top of him. And then my, use my entire body to super uh, rejuvenate him. <laughs> Which I don't is... even... <laughs> is that really necessary? And... Uh, um... It's not. That's the answer to that. So... Let's move on, because I think that was enough said. Um, what else happens in this movie? There's some more fighting. There's an appearance from Geese. Oh, yeah, man. Geese and Billy Kane, like, they're at, um, they they coincidentally, uh, coincidentally just, like, put them in the movie. They're at this nightclub, and they see Billy Kane, and it's like, Billy Kane, I thought you were dead. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) Oh. How's it going, guys? Well, see ya. And then yeah. he reports to uh, Geese, who's training in the woods, and it's like, hey, uh, listen, uh, Terry Bogard and his friends are kind of looking for this Mars armor or something. And uh, then he does the raging storm, and Billy Kane kind of freaks out, and then we get this great zooming out with uh, Geese going, Terry! What kind of ragamuffin adventures are you going on now? It's like, I wonder what he's doing right now. And uh, he's unconscious because he got poisoned by uh, the main villains, which I guess is kind of smart of them. Wait, um, did we talk about the scene where my 
jumps up on stage and starts dancing for no reason whatsoever. Oh, that nightclub scene, like, I thought it would have been pretty good, because we got Duck King in there, and he's he's just the MC Hammer of SNK. He's got his parachute pants and all. But he's just sitting there DJing, he doesn't do anything. Yeah, man, there's, it's kind of, like, all of these and characters are in the background, it's like, we'd love to do something with them, but we have to talk about the love story. Didn't you say service. there was Samurai Showdown characters in Yeah, Nokuru no showed up for, like, a split second. She was she was just happened to be uh to uh to like teleport herself from feudal Japan and uh just kind of say hi and want to dance with Andy. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a cameo. So let's I go guess to the fine, let's but... go to Israel. So finally they're like, oh, the last piece is in Israel. Let's head off. And Israel is I don't. It's being Jewish, and actually having gone to Israel. I'm not saying this is completely inaccurate, <laughs> but considering that there's a big forest that Andy's training in, it feels a little inaccurate. Just a little. Well, not only that, I mean, you've got the, uh, Joe and, uh, Terry are sitting down on their balcony drinking some coffee, and, uh, the banister... Huh? Is it's it wine. wine? They're getting pretty drunk. Oh, yeah, it was, it was wine, yeah, man. Joe was plastered. Good old Joe. That's all he's good for. Anyway, so uh, the the uh, the railing that's keeping them sitting down—it's filled with Jewish stars. It's filled with the stars of David. Like that—that that is the pattern. It's like, hmm, Israel. I guess we'll have to put some Jewish things in there. I would have loved it. There was a big building with a giant menorah on it, <laughs> or a giant flying potato pancake. Oh, absolutely. Like Japan, you never actually research anything for your films or your anime. You know. Are are the characters in this movie supposed to like like Terry and Andy are uh, very you know much American? They are from America, but they got like the most slanted eyes in this movie, don't they? That's that's the style of anime. It's always slanted. I thought it was supposed to be round and like full of emotion. Maybe I got the idea of anime so, mixed up. Um, basically they get poisoned and there's a. I don't think there's anything interesting happening in this. Elaborately well, that, climactic sequence. That dude explodes out of the pool. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And Andy beats up a guy. Yeah. Andy, Andy was training for like 20 minutes, and he became amazingly powerful in those 20 minutes. And he beats up fake Gil. Yeah. Well, he had it coming to him. So they're all like, well, I guess we gotta head off to the Dead Sea. And so they can find the last piece of the puzzle and when you know what the last piece of the puzzle is is her necklace yeah like what's what's the point of that like well, she you needed saw it coming but she needed the key from the necklace to open up the lock that told them where to find the final piece but oh. like they had the piece maybe well you, you see i'm about to pull in the plot, plot twist of all this is that all along god Mars, the god of war, was really tricking our heroes and non-hero villains into actually bringing the armor to him. So he was just being a dick. Yeah, because Laocorn, uh, Sulia's twin brother, was was uh, being like possessed by the god of Mars, and it was all part of his plan, if that makes any sense. Well, the stupidest part of these plans is Sylvia's plan to stab herself in the heart, render rendering... Uh, Oh, what's his face? Except for actually being hurt. Yeah, how does that even work? I understand they're twins, but stabbing yourself in the heart does not... 
it transferred all the pain to her brother? Is that? Did we actually see that? Did it happen? Yeah, it happened. Man, that's so freaking stupid and bogus. But man, they just need to kill off every character we see in this movie just to make sure there's no plot point unturned. Yeah, exactly, because they can't bring back any of these characters because they're just one-shot characters. So they fight the super-armored guy, and he dies, and then the god of Mars, Mars the god of war, I, uh, I've confused the two. I <laughs> That's mean, fine. But, and they have a big final battle, and look who wins the day! Yay. Yeah, but, uh, man, it's the worst. Terry lost a girlfriend twice. So what does this tell the viewer? That not only will girls fall in love with you, if they will die continuously for you. And now it's Terry, not only the lone wolf, he's the lonely wolf. Forever. The end. But not as lonely as Joe. Oh. with all his money, money can't buy happiness, as Joe once... As, uh, yeah, he said money can't buy women. <laughs> no, it was money bu- can't buy love. <laughs> oh man, that was a great uh, great line. And so we have a little song, which is, problem. What's it called? The problem is, is that we just Angel. recorded Angel. 30 minutes of the best podcast ever for our zombies. Oh, I will find that song. That is too good to but pass up. We, that almost validates uh, the entire well, watch of the movie We're for that long. This isn't really a cop-out. This is called Audacity Hates Me. And we'll never ever listen to anything I say and most likely we'll delete this by the time I'm done recording it so stay tuned some other time for the second part of this and perhaps episode 31 maybe I'll finally be able to talk about Zone of the Enders maybe not it's man why does Audacity have to crash that was so good I was on a roll you were like on a roll minutes of gold. alright so have a nice holiday 17th or maybe we'll have a, one on the 24th. Since We're not of doing us... any more holiday anything. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you don't celebrate Christmas. Nope. I don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Chinookawa. Chinookawa? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's I light some candles and I get some presents. Well, Good night, everybody. And uh, be uh, sure to uh, contact us at uh, wingmonkey at gmail.com. That's W-I-N-G monkey at gmail.com or feel free to post any comments in our comment uh, section on our posts and uh, send us questions. We love questions. At least I do. Yeah.